I'm just going to like poop myself even more than I'm already doing. So sounds good. Hello, it is Thursday, April 9th, 2020. And while a few weeks ago, Netflix failed to prove that love is in fact blind. Today, we will try to make you believe that podcast hosts are in fact deaf or at least have no discernible rapping ability. But we'll get to that later on this episode. I am Brandon Rhodes, joined here by my partner in podcasting, Joey Will. Welcome. I appreciate the uh, the introduction there, Rhodes. Definitely just letting the listeners know that I'm, I'm freaking out a little bit, my hand's shaking just a little. The rapping is going to be the death of me, and if I can get through it, I, I think it's going to be a pretty successful day. Yeah, if, if we just limit ourselves to half an hour breaks for tears, I think this will, this will be a successful episode for us. <laughs> I agree. We have huge news for you today. We have settled on an official name for the podcast. The Real Bros of Holly Springs. So you can call us The Bros, keep calling us Coach, or just the two idiot teachers with a bad podcast, which will probably lead to them being fired. Dealer's choice, but we have an official name. It only took us two and a half weeks and several uh, mailbag questions and feedback uh, from you know people listening to finally come to a conclusion that this was the best title for us, and I couldn't be any happier. Yeah, uh, definitely credit to you know, Isabel Stone for sending us in the recommendation, but also I feel like some credit goes to our former student, Alec Quinn, because I know she's been calling us the bros for a couple months anyway. So I think that's kind of put the idea in my head that this was, this was a solid name for us. Yeah, I definitely think Alec will appreciate the shout out and, and you know, the, she was the original. I, I can't deny it. She was the original person to kind of give us that moniker and I'm glad it has stuck in like a real fashion. Like we're able to use it doing a platform that we definitely enjoy doing together Instead of it just being kind of like one of those things like, oh, those teachers aren't doing anything. They're not teaching because they're the bros in the hallway. So now we have something that can really have some weight to it. And I I really appreciate that. For sure. Uh, Again, if you want to hit us up with your own suggestions, you can reach us on Instagram or Twitter at at marketing underscore HSHS with anything that you want to see or any questions for the mailbag. Uh, please help us out, promote the podcast to your friends and the Google meets you have with your classes. I think that's an incredibly appropriate time to mention your love for the podcast uh, everywhere. And again, you can, you can find us on Spotify now and hopefully on Apple podcasts very soon. I got to approve us first. I feel sorry for the person who has to listen to all our podcasts to make sure that we're appropriate. I don't think we're ever going to be completely appropriate. I, I think that's the point of our podcast, but I think we're starting to get to the point where the content is you know, a mix of fun and seriousness that everybody's enjoying. And it's that perfect balance that really is going to start sending us forward with the listenership. True. Uh, again, also I forgot you can reach us via email, broads4 and jwill, both at wcpss.net. Uh, I know over the last few days, I've really enjoyed interacting with some of our fans on Instagram, especially the ones that keep slamming my, my draft picks, uh, the ones that voted against me on our Instagram poll. Uh, but to our official Twitter poll results, uh, I was up for most of the first day, but ended up falling down the stretch. You got another win, 55% to 45%. I'm shocked. I really am because during the, the recording, I, I was saying, this is your best draft. I, I was being very 
um, true to my words with that. Uh, you were singing, you were giving the content that the people wanted, and they just bashed you, man. The, the first 24 hours, they were showing you the love, and then the second day, the, the Twitter poll just turned in my favor. I, I'm, I'm just as shocked about it as you are. Maybe it's just the fact the hardcore fans, the ones that vote right away, the ones that listen to the podcast, or the ones that vote for me, and just kind of our, our less serious fans, the ones that are, are supporting you. That usually, like something like that would usually hurt somebody's feeling just hearing that told to them, but I'm okay with it. I don't need serious <laughs> fans or serious listeners to like me. I just want them to like my drafts, and that's okay. The serious listeners can go with Rhodes, and the non-serious or the ones that don't listen at all, we want you to listen, but I'll take anybody that helps me win these drafts. Um, the bright side of this for me is I definitely did convince a few people to start listening to Hillary Duff, so... I think that's that's a win. My mom even texted me the exact lyrics to the Hillary Duff song, The Math, that I said on our last podcast. Another Twitter poll voter who actually does not listen to the pod yet. Uh, but it's okay, Mom, uh, whenever you listen to this, months or years from now. Uh, it's just a, a less good nursing home I'm going to put you in someday. And I love the, the little uh, post that you had where, I think it was Instagram, where you added in some Kelly Clarkson uh, lyrics and music to – to show the fact that you were disappointed in the draft. Like that was a, that was a good little touch. Yeah. That only took me 25 minutes to do. So, <laughs> well, you are becoming the technical wizard of this podcast. I'm still just the, the helper, the, the, the bro that you, you do this with. I do nothing. I just don't want the listeners to know. I do nothing besides give you content. Rhodes does a lot of the behind the door uh, editing and posting. So kudos to you, man. You're, you're, you're making me laugh and enjoy your misery with these drafts just as much as the listeners. Yeah. I mean, the talent and the face of the podcast is, is important also. It's, uh, I've, I've long been told I have a, a face for radio or a face for podcasting. So this, this works out well for me. Oh man. You almost made me spit up my water. That was, that was funny. <laughs> but I, I think the listeners, uh, enjoy our, our intros, but they want to get to the serious content. And the serious content that we're starting off today's podcast with is going to be our cooking corner. Uh, we promised you that on Monday and we're, we're coming back uh, to the coaching corner to, or the cooking corner today. So we're going to start off with Coach Rhodes and his recipe. And then I'll give you a simple recipe that really anybody can do uh, during the summer. The recipe I'm going to share is one that I made earlier this week and actually posted a picture to my own Instagram on just like kind of as a joke, uh, but it got a lot of positive feedback. So I'll share that here. It is a white bean kale and sun-dried tomato skillet. You don't need to write this down right now. We'll post the recipe online and some pictures of it uh, after the episode drops. Basically all you need are some white beans, cannellini beans, uh, some sun-dried tomatoes, olive oil, kale, apple cider vinegar, uh, and then dried basil, salt, pepper, red, red pepper flakes. Uh, and you basically kind of just, you know, wilt the kale in a pot, uh, add the, add the beans and the sun-dried tomatoes. And then the other ingredients are kind of your dressing you pour on top. Uh, it's great. Uh, something I can make both for me and my wife who's vegetarian. And sometimes for me, I'll add like sausage, which I did in the picture you'll see later on, but it's great. Uh, and basically what I had for lunch three straight days earlier this week. That sounds very healthy and it sounds delicious. For, for the listeners, I'm going to go in the opposite direction, something that's not healthy. Uh, and, and I'm going to give you a, a simple wing recipe. Uh, on our first podcast, I, I talked about how I was going to make some wings because I really missed being able to go out and order those. And it took me a little bit to get around to it. But I finally 
got the grill cleaned off, got some gas, and decided to, to make some wings. Uh, once again, we're going to post these recipes on Instagram uh, and Twitter for you guys so you don't have to, to write down uh, any ingredients right now. But really, you're going to go to the store. You're going to buy uh, a pack of wings. Um, the one pack that I bought, I think I got from Food Line, had about 15 to 20 wings in it. So just enough to, to feed you and one or two friends, uh, depending on how much you eat. If it was me, I ate the whole bag. So you guys make the judgment about how many uh, bags of wings you need to buy. But get a bag of wings. Uh, really what you're going to do is do a kind of a pre-seasoning of those wings, little salt, little pepper. Uh, when I did it, I did a little bit of like garlic salt on the wings instead of just regular salt. But you guys can decide what kind of salt and pepper you want on there. Then you're going to make sure that you put some vegetable oil on the grill once it heats up. You're going to heat up those wings for about 20 minutes. Make sure you're flipping those over and they're cooking through. And then for me, I, I love hot stuff. I don't know about you, Rhodes, but I love hot stuff, hot stuff on really anything. So my, my wing is going to be a hot wing. Um, so the, the sauce is going to have a little bit of cayenne pepper, some Frank uh, red hot sauce, a little bit of chili powder and some other ingredients. But you're going to put those and put those together with some butter, mix it all up. And then once you grill the wings, you're going to pretty much put the hot sauce over them and kind of mix those in. So that's my wing recipe for all of you. It's definitely delicious. I approve of it. Make sure you go out and grill it later today or this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you sent me a picture of them after making them and they, they looked great. Uh, they looked very, very good. The next time you're able to go shopping, these are two great recipes. Uh, well, we're in the cooking corner. That actually brings us to our Mary Greer mailbag. We sadly did not get any questions from our mailbag's namesake this week, but we did get a question from senior Jake Winston asking a Passover related question. I'm not sure if you knew this, but last night was the first night of Passover. Uh, so Jake was in the same class as Mary last semester, which happens to be my favorite class, which you wanted me to step shout out. Teachers aren't supposed to play favorites, but they're my favorites. Uh, anyway, his question <laughs> was, what is the best Passover dish and what are my Passover traditions? Well, great question, Jake. Uh, right now, I'm going to teach you guys how to make a bonus cooking corner uh, item, and that is Hiroset, which I actually made just before we started filming the podcast this morning. Basically, you cut up three apples, uh, about a cup and a half of walnuts, uh, and mix it with a bunch of manischewitz, cinnamon, and sugar. Uh, for those of you that don't know, manischewitz is basically wine that's so sweet, only a 14-year-old could love it but they can't love it because they can't legally drink. Uh, but you mix all those ingredients together and it's amazing. You put it on matzah, uh, mix a little horseradish. It's absolutely delicious. Um, I used to go into Coach Nas and Miss Emard's Holocaust classes on the first day of Passover uh, and make that for them along with some gefilte fish, which is something most people will not like, uh, and show them the Rugrats Passover episode, which you can actually find on YouTube uh, and kind of just teach them about Passover and give them some of my homemade Passover food. Uh, it's absolutely delicious. I made it earlier. I'm so excited to be eating it for the next few days. Uh, but yeah, didn't think you'd be learning so much about Jewish culture today. Never stop teaching. I don't know what part of that I'm going to do. I, I think I'm going to have to say the Rugrats episode is the first thing that I will try to accomplish. Then maybe the the dish with the, the apples and then maybe the, the third part. So I'm kind of prioritizing how I'm going to do that. But that's some good stuff. That's some good, uh, good history and cultural uh, 
learning for the rest of us um, that are listening to the podcast and who are, are taking these recipes down. Yeah, that's, that's fun. That, that's honestly, so my favorite traditions are kind of just eating that. Yeah, I love Passover food. Sometimes, sometimes gets a bad rap, but I, I really love Passover food. I'm excited to do a Zoom online Seder with my mom's family uh, later today. So we'll see how an online Seder being led by a 91-year-old goes, but uh, <laughs> our Seder will run flawlessly. Oh, man. I'm sure she's going to do fantastic. Yeah. Next up, we'll go over some of the best individual athletic performances from fall and winter springs from Holly Springs. But first, a video game tip for those of you guys stuck at home. Remember how excited you were the first time you defeated a temple on Zelda? Your N64 remembers. Remember how excited you were when you set a new track record on Koopa Tropa Beach? Your N64 remembers. Remember the pure adrenaline rush of just piling late hit after late hit on while playing NFL Blitz? back before we knew about the brain damage we were giving to those video game football players? Your N64 remembers. Now it's your turn to remember Nintendo. I don't know what they've made in the last 20 years, but they're desperate for you to remember them and buy some of their products. We taped this segment last week with Coach Miller. Be sure to head to Twitter to vote on what you think the best individual accomplishments of the fall and winter sports seasons at Holly Springs were, or tell us which big ones we missed. Um, sticking with our different high school sports teams, we thought this would be a good idea or a good time to kind of go over some of the great individual and team performances from the fall and winter sports seasons. Uh, we're going to start off with the what we kind of guessed or what we, with our committee's you know long hours of arguing and voting, what we thought were the top eight individual performances of Holly Springs athletes in the fall and winter sports seasons. And before we go through the, the list, just understand we, we kind of looked at everything in terms of individual accomplishment for the season, the impact they had on their individual teams, and what they were able to accomplish as a team moving forward. Uh, we think all these athletes had phenomenal seasons. Uh, and unfortunately, we don't have any spring sports for, um, because of the quarantine. So we looked at fall and winter athletes. Uh, and here's our list. So hopefully as listeners, you guys agree, the three of us spent, like Coach Rhodes said, countless hours to come up with this list in the order. If you don't agree, part of the comments that you can put on social media or email us, and we'll definitely have some feedback to talk about for the next uh, podcast. But at number eight, we put Shane Perry, uh, a linebacker for football. He was named to first team uh, all SWAC. And he was also selected for the East-West All-Star Game uh, that would have been held during the fall. Uh, at number seven, we have Marissa Beretti, Merritt Graff, and Avery Audley. Uh, these were indoor track uh, members who all qualified for the state tournament uh, during the winter. And then at number six, we put Caleb Scott, who was a member of the men's basketball team. He was a first-team All-Star. SWAC member. Uh, he was second team all district and he finished his senior year with a thousand career points. Yeah, before we move on, I just wanted to say, you know, I, I really enjoyed getting a chance to coach Caleb this year. Uh, he had a he had a really great season. Uh, he was unstoppable down low at times, had a 30 point game, really just a great season and a guy that had a lot of fun coaching. Yeah, I helped out with I helped out with JV basketball this year. So I, I mean, I was actually at a lot of the the men's basketball games, JV and varsity this year. And you know, he was definitely an impressive talent physically. He's he's a beast, 
and just watching him compete at a very high level was definitely awesome to, to watch this season. So I was glad that I was a part of the basketball family this year. All right, number five, uh, top individual. We individuals in this case, we wrote down Camille Carlson, treble vote from cross country. Camille was all region, both qualified for states, and they accomplished something that I can't do, which is run more than a mile without passing out. Uh, number four, uh, Derek Combs. Uh, he's, he's a bad, bad man. I mean, first team all black, 1,200 yards rushing, 17 touchdowns in seven games. If you think about that, I mean, if my math is okay or not, I think that's like 170 yards per game between two and three touchdowns a game. That's uh, insane Barry Sanders type numbers right there. And uh, number three, top individual award goes to Kylie Kekovich from volleyball. She won the SWAC Player of the Year. And what's amazing with that is the uh, volleyball team, I believe, finished in second or third in the conference this season. And uh, she still won SWAC Player of the Year. So uh, congratulations and a big shout out to Kylie. Yeah, it's very impressive how you won Conference Player of the Year. Uh, the top two. So number two, we have Maria Atwood, a girls golfer. She was also SWAC Player of the Year and finished fifth in the state tournament. So the fifth best golfer in the entire state. Incredibly impressive. And then at number one, we have Drew Lovelace, soccer player. He was also SWAC Player of the Year, All-State, and he was even named the All-Mid-Atlantic team, the leading scorer uh, for the men's soccer team during their very successful season this year. And obviously I'm a little biased because, you know, Drew played for me. Um, but I, I want everybody that's listening to understand when it comes to first team, second team, all swack, you know, those are decisions that are made by the coaches uh, in those um, in the respective leagues and uh, for the respective sports. So for all these players that got conference player of the year, first team, second team, all swack, you know, that's a huge accomplishment because other coaches are recognizing their talent. Uh, so for the, the top three that we came up with, um, Kylie, Maria, and Drew, like that's a fantastic job on their part, um, regardless of sport, because all the coaches in the conference recognize their greatness for this year. And uh, hopefully with all those players, they have an opportunity to play um, and, and get those accolades again following, because none of them are seniors. Yeah, I think that's the most impressive thing is that each of those athletes mentioned in the top five, all six of those athletes – all of them are coming back next year. So there's a lot of great things to come from them. And it seems like the future of, you know, fall and winter sports athletics at Holly Springs is going to be very strong. Thanks for listening to our best individual performances from the fall and winter sports seasons. Up next, we will be talking with one of our assistant principals for assistant principal appreciation week. Welcome back. Today we are joined by the assistant principal affectionately known as Big Poppy. He is in his fifth year as an administrator at Holly Springs. He came to us from Holly Ridge Middle School and has an illustrious career teaching and coaching in both North Carolina and Virginia. And per our research, he was also a 1,000 point career scorer in college, 1,139 to be exact, as he remains a top 15 scorer in Longwood basketball history. Welcome to the Real Bros of Holly Springs podcast, Mr. Poppy. How are you guys doing today? We're doing fantastic. This is this is the norm for us. I don't know about you, Rhodes, but I'm doing great today. 
Yeah, doing great. Thank you for coming on to join us today. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, you taking part of your spring break to do this. Uh, it, it's my pleasure. Uh, I've been following the show closely and uh, love the material. Well, we definitely appreciate the support that you've given us. I know some of the admin have responded to some of our Twitter polls and, and questions that we've put on social media. So we really appreciate the admin team being a part of our, our fun little project that we're doing on the side. And hopefully we can get some more followers as we go, go forward. Yeah, our goal is that you remain a fan after being a guest today. So that's hopefully that happens. <laughs> I, I think it will. Well, we'll see after the questions uh, that we're about to ask you. But we, we really wanted to start off today with you being a guest, just asking some general questions about kind of the current state of affairs, and then we'll ask you some fun questions afterwards. Uh, so the fir first question to, to kick off um, our interview is, we've asked a lot of our guests so far, some of those being students, some of them being Coach Miller, uh, but what are you missing most about school right now? Uh, students, plain and simple. Uh, the camaraderie with the students. Um, I even was talking to my wife the other day, and I, I miss yelling at the students in the hallway to get to class and, you know, be on time as they're coming back from lunch, uh, giving them that look of, I love you, but you need to be here on time. So, um, you know, and I miss being with the teachers. There, there's something special about a, a school uh, like Holly Springs High School. Uh, the teachers are all um, great and, and, and you know you just miss seeing everyone. So what are, what have your last few weeks at home been like? Like what, what have you been doing to keep yourself busy since you haven't been at school? Um, the yard looks good. Um, you know the, the house is clean. Uh, my, my honey do list is shorter. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but it consists of a lot of meetings, a lot of online you know the, the, the tele meetings and and um, you know talking we we meet as an admin team every single day um and, and you know it's just it's trying to get to the new norm of uh staying away from people um I'm, I'm, we're being very cautious about when we do go out uh trying to wear gloves and protective gear now that you know it's just you know everybody's fearful of, of contracting you know the virus and and uh but we're trying to stay happy and healthy at the poppy household and, and you kind of uh, alluded to it that you you meet with the admin team every single day so what are some of the biggest challenges uh you and the rest of the admin team have faced over the last few weeks as we prepare to go to remote learning um the remote the remote learning part of getting all the computers out to uh, students that either don't have them or need them for uh, the rollout um, come Monday. Um, we, we have not um, been assigned a day to roll those computers out yet, so we're just kind of on a, a holding pattern, which is difficult because we kind of have to be ready to go at a moment's notice. Um, that, um, you know, trying to decipher all the information coming from central office, um, that all changes on a daily basis. So, you know, be patient, teachers be patient, kids be patient with us. Um, the information we're getting, we're rolling it out as quick as we, quick as we can to you guys. Yeah, that definitely is a lot of information coming from, uh, from the county office. Uh, so you kind of mentioned earlier, like you missed, like, you know, yelling at kids in the hall to get to class. Like you're probably not going to be outside every student's home checking their lunch pass before they leave you know their house every day so like what, what do you think your job is going to look like when we're doing online learning like what's going to change about what you're doing 
it's, it's going to be kind of, it's going to morph. Uh, you know, at first, I think things will be fairly calm, but, you know, I'm waiting for the, the first kid on Google Meet to put up a sign that says a, a, a bad word or possibly, you know, indecent exposure, hopefully not. But, you know, I, I just, we're going to have to deal with it like an admin would. We'd have to call the parents, tell, hey, you know, Johnny's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. If you could talk to him or he's not going to be allowed to. Um, but that's kind of where I see my role. There's going to be great discrepancies uh, that we're going to have to deal with. Um, and just supporting the kids emotionally um, at this time, too. I, I, I just sent out a, an email to all my freshmen um, that, you know, we're still here for you, the counselors, the admin, and your teachers, so please reach out. And I, I want to follow that up just with a, a quick question before Rhodes moves on, but, you know, as we've kind of discussed on, on previous podcasts about the, the lack of participation from students with some of the messages that we've sent out. Is that something that you as an admin team are encountering as we prepare for next week, just reaching all the students and, and getting them to respond back to the things that you need them to respond back to? Yeah, I mean, their new normal is probably sleeping until about noon, waking up, eating something, going back to bed, playing video games. So we got to get them back into a routine. Um, I know the schedule has been sent out, um, and hopefully they'll get into a good routine, uh, waking up, going to the classes they're supposed to go to. It's two a day, um, and getting their work done. on time because we don't know this this thing could could end by May 15th and we could be back at school you know and I don't want any kids to be behind the, the eight ball and, and, and having to you know kind of I don't know stress at the last minute um, about grades and, and work yeah that definitely makes sense uh, so we're gonna move on to some a little bit more fun questions now uh, some rapid yeah. fire questions there's, there's no wrong answer for these. That maybe be careful what you say about Mr. Morrison. He's been secretly on this call the whole time. So just, you know, <laughs> speak wisely. First question is, out of the other members of the admin team, who would you most want to be quarantined with and why? Um, Mr. Burleson, I think. Um, him and I really get along well. I love his dry sense of humor. Um, and I, I, I think we would definitely be able to have some fun and still get work done at the same time. I think I would have to agree with the dry sense of humor part because I think that's one of the reasons why me and Rhodes do so well is our, our sense of humors are a little bit different and Rhodes definitely makes me makes me laugh a lot on this this podcast and just in general. So I can see Mr. Burleson being a good pick there. You know, um, I think I can take some of the credit for developing Mr. Burleson's dry sense of humor. I think putting up with me as the uh, social studies admin for a few years, he really didn't have much of a choice. So I'll take some partial credit for that. Oh, we've had some great conversations about you, Mr. Rhodes. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, well, on that note, which admin do you think is the best cook? One of the things that we've done a lot on the show is talk about food. So we, we want to get your opinion about who you do want to, to be stuck with cooking food with you. The best cook. Um, I, I would maybe say Ms. Newby. Um, she, she's got a bunch of kids. And I know you got to cook a lot for the kids. Um, and I think she would just 
make some good down home cook cooking meals. What's uh what's your specialty? Like if you had to make one dish to impress people, like what, what's your specialty that you cook? Um, maybe a chicken marsala. Okay, Ooh. very nice. W- which admin do you think is the best dressed? Uh, Miss Prue, hands down. Sorry, Mr. Morrison. <laughs> I love the bow tie, but she's she she is is definitely best dressed. I think that would be the problem with me if I ever wanted to get into administration is just actually dressing up on a daily basis. I know I kind of have the I'm going to go play golf look for the most part every day. So just being able to like dressed up and look nice, I think that would be my my biggest challenge as an administrator. But um, which admin do you think and I, I hope this doesn't upset any of the admin, but which one do you think was the best teacher during their time? Um, Tough to answer. I mean, I, I was with Miss Newby and Mr. Bond at Middle Creek, so I, I kind of have firsthand knowledge of their teaching, and they were both great teachers. Um, and I, I never worked with Burleson or Prue, and I'm being very politically correct here on this one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say, you know, I'm gonna take the fifth on this one. I I, I can't I can't answer that one. All right. Well, you know, I'm very glad my civics, all my civic students know what taking the fifth means. So that's, this is great cross-curricular, you know, knowledge here. Uh, all right. So going back to your uh, college basketball days, what other two staff members would you want to be on your three-on-three basketball team? Um, I, I, I like Weitzel, Coach Weitzel. I think he, he, he kind of is the utility guy, can do it all. It's got a little bit of size, so uh, I wouldn't have to stay in the post all the time. Um, and see, I don't even know who plays basketball anymore. Coach Rhodes, I'd have to give it to you. You you oh, got wow. a, you've got a good sense for the game, so you could you could kind of you know maybe be that point guard, that distributing guy that uh, maybe doesn't want to score all the points but just wants to win. Um, so I'd say us three. I appreciate that. That's definitely some decent size for that team. Uh, I'm going to have to ask you, Rhodes, what, what would be your three? If, if uh, Poppy's going to go with that three, I want to see what your three would be. Well, hey, I I'll, put, I'll put Hep on the, on the bench as a sub. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's listening to this and just devastated right now. Uh, <laughs> I think my three is, you know, I've played a lot of three-on-three over the last couple of years with, uh, with Will and McConnell. I think we're, we're a great three-on-three team together. Uh, I appreciate you thinking that I'd be a great point guard. I don't think I've dribbled more than twice in a, in a row since <laughs> 1997. So I don't, I don't know about my point guard skills, but McConnell's, I think the best shooter in the school, uh, you know, in the building teacher or student. And then will actually has the athleticism to guard someone to make up for my just uh, negative lack of foot speed. So I think that that's a, I think we're a pretty solid three on three team. We, we do some pretty good work against some students every May and June. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree with Rhodes' assessment. I think McConnell's a great point guard, uh, distributes the ball really well, and can definitely shoot it lights out. Uh, I, I pretty much have zero basketball skill except the uh, being more athletic than the other teachers in the building for the most part because I'm, I'm younger than some of the other teachers. So, yeah, thanks. I, I appreciate that, Rhodes. That's a solid three. I think I would have to go kind of similar or have Mr. Poppy as kind of our, our de facto kind of stretch four, if you, if you say so. Um, I, I kind of like to play like the two, three 
let McConnell play the one, and then Rhodes usually plays the four slash five. So Poppy would maybe be our our uh, our substitute there. And yeah. the 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 last question that uh, I want to ask, Mr. Poppy, you might take the fifth on this as well. But what classes in the building, if we were able to go back in May, what classes would you want to be a part of? Or actually like sit down and, and maybe, you know, be a part of that class? As an administrator or? Just, just in general. What, what classes? General, and I know you're I, a CPE I, admin, but it could be any class in the building. Um, I, I was a big history. I like history a lot, the, the, the civics and history classes, um, as well as and everybody is going to frown, but I, I like math too. Um, so history and math, I think, you know, if, if I were coming back, um, cause math, you're always, you know, you need that moving forward and, and history, you can never learn enough, um, um, and know enough. Yeah. Awesome. Did, did you, uh, did you think about what classes you want to take? Me? Yeah. If you were going back to, if you were going back to school. Uh, wow. I, I, you're putting me on the spot. I was, I was thinking this was just for Mr. Poppy. Um, you know, I, I definitely interact with the CT department a lot, so this is not anything against them, but I would probably not be in their classes just because I see and interact with them so much. I would want to do something different. Um, I, I like the idea of going into a class, like Mr. Poppy said, maybe a, a math or science, just because those are things that you might need once you get out of high school and kind of relearning that. I really liked AP stats and AP uh, chemistry when I was in high school because of the teachers that were teaching them. Um, I think those would be really interactive lessons. So those would kind of be the classes I would want to be in. Sure. Uh, I think for me, the kind of out of left field class I want to be in is I want to take creative writing. I think like I'd, I'd love to do that. Like I'd love to just start writing something, but without the actual like push of having to do it for a class, I don't think I ever actually would. So I think I'd really enjoy like a class that actually made me do that. That's kind of the out of nowhere class I'd kind of want to be in. Coming up next, we have the segment that you all fast forward in your podcast to, to get to. We have the ultimate Bros of Holly Springs rap battle coming up next. Okay, so we got a message from Abby Schindler last week asking us to do a rap battle. And when I first mentioned it in one of our production meetings, Will shot it down immediately. But when we figured out we were having Mr. Poppy on the podcast, we figured this would be literally the perfect guest to do this with. So it's really not a question of if this is an embarrassing disaster. It's only a question of how embarrassing this is and how big of a disaster it is. So Abby, I hope you get exactly what you wanted. Uh, I think we'll let our guest, Big Poppy, be the closer. And we can be his opening acts. We'll let uh, Will, why don't we start off with you? DJ J. Will from Fuquay on the ones and twos. I'm going to be quite honest before I start this Rhodes. I'm freaking out just a little bit. So I hope all the listeners uh, for our, our podcast today, you can bear with me for the next 30, 45 seconds. But this is my best attempt to put a wrap together about what my spring break could have been like. So for your listening pleasure, here we go. Was hoping this spring break would be better than 19, but this global pandemic put us all in quarantine. Was supposed to drive north up I-95 to begin a six-stadium tour for the time of my life. 
would have started first in the nation's capital, exploring monuments, museums, and national hustle. Next stop, Philly, and the home of the fanatic, where I hear the cheesesteak is utterly fantastic. Up next would have been the Steel City, Ohio River backdrop, so pretty. Cleveland was our next stop to support the Indians. Hopefully, no fights with the hometown civilians. Trip almost done to see the Tigers, where Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic won't be no advisors. Finish the trip with the little stop in the sixth. Would have, have been nice to have those baseball picks. And that's it. That's all I got to. There's yes. my rap, Jay Eight Springs. That was so good. I don't know what you were nervous about. Jay Willie. Yeah, well, my, my heart's pumping a little bit. It took me about 10 takes to, to get to that point where I could actually make the words match up with the uh, the music. So I hope everyone listening appreciated the rap. And now it's for Rhodesy. Man, I'm nervous. I thought you were going to set the bar low and I'd be able to clear it easily. <laughs> now, now I'm super nervous. That was, that was very good. I appreciate it. I, I don't want to hear that back. I might skip over that part of the uh, the podcast when I listen later. Now I'm absolutely terrified, uh, but I am ready to do this. My, my world debut. Here we go. Missing the springs every day. Don't know when I'll be back. Tired of sitting around at home. This quarantine is whack. But I know it's the right thing to do. Gotta protect everyone. Too many people needlessly out. Stay home or you we should shun. Stay inside. Follow the rules so we can get back to fun. Hulu, Netflix, PS4, and I you're living the life of a nun. Gotta do right. Flatten the curve so people get the help they need. When people are looking for leaders in this time, the real bros of Holly Springs take the lead. Missing the spring every day. Don't know when I'll be back. Just know I love all you. You can be sure that's a fact. That's nicely done. I like Very it. Nice. All right. I, I guess I guess for the uh, the best part of this segment, Mr. Poppy up next for you the guys. Hammer. Stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and my style that you used to. I look scary. Walk the halls like Dirty Harry. Yo, COVID, you're not ready for me. Don't gather in crowds. Stay out of town. Sissy, Queenie will keep you around. My name is Poppy. No one can ever copy. Yo, seniors, you know we want to pass the. So all the schools in your top ten can allow you to get in. Poppy out. Woo! That wow. That is, that is a great job by all three of us. I was – both of you guys were so good. <laughs> I had to go a little old school, a little Humpty dance. Very no, old I, I like I like the change up there. That was, that was a, good, uh, a good end to the uh, rap battle. Wow. That was impressive. We're definitely going to put these out. Uh, put these out uh you know on, on instagram try to see what people think and man i i don't even know what people are going to vote for that they, they were all they were all very solid 
we we've been we've been declining in in uh, listenership with our our podcast these last couple of weeks, but I, I think those rap battles might uh might get the listeners to come back. Yeah, I don't know if we have more raps in it, so we might have to do this more often. If this is what uh, what drives the listeners. Dude, I took <laughs> I took an hour and a half to come up with that thirty to forty five seconds. Like I was Google searching stuff about every city, words that rhyme with, you know, whatever. It took me forever to come up with that 30 seconds. So we're, you're going to have to give me a little bit of uh, a heads up if we're going to do this again. <laughs> yeah, it took me almost three hours to get that done. And, and I want to give props to my wife for helping me out. And she also did the background lyrics in the beginning. Very impressive. It was, it was a very solid rendition. Very good <laughs> job, Mr. Poppy. Yeah, that's, you had the, the the backup support also. That that definitely adds adds an air of class and professionalism to it. Uh, well, thank you very much for coming on to join us today. We appreciate you know the hours you spent working on this rap, and we appreciate all that you've done to help out the teachers and and students get ready for you know what's to come next week with digital learning. Uh, I appreciate you having me on, and and uh, hopefully you get more and more uh, visitors to the to the uh, podcast. I, I know I'll take the older demographic, hopefully, and get you some more older people in here. <laughs> I've been te- I've been telling Rhodes that he needs to start focusing on the entire target market of this podcast, not just students, but teachers, admin, older individuals. So we got to try to get more people to listen, and we do appreciate you, Mr. Poppy, and all the admin. Uh, team at Holly Springs High School. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. you. Since our sandwich draft back in our first episode was so popular, we thought we'd bring back a food-related draft, catch our fast food draft next. During this COVID-19 crisis, you can be confident that Burger King cares about you and your safety. We have always practiced the six feet of social distancing rule. Is it because people never come to our restaurants? Maybe. But we like to think that it's just because we've been thinking of your health all along. Burger King, where you'll never have to worry about being close to someone else because you'll be the only one eating here. And we are back with our draft of fast food restaurants. Since we had so much fun with Mr. Poppy earlier, listening to him drop some sick beats, we decided to let us join him. We decided to let him join us for our fast food draft today also. As we know, Coach Will is 4-0 in the drafts. An incredible comfort behind victory last, last time. Uh, we certainly know he cares about how he looks more than I do. So that desire not to be slovenly mean that he doesn't know fast food as well as he knew sandwiches, potential Olympic sports, reality TV, or 2,000 solo music artists? Or will Mr. Poppy come in and steal the crown, keeping me winless? We will find out. Today, I will have the first pick. Mr. Poppy will go second. And then Will will round us off going third. We're going to each get four picks each. Poppy, you ready to go for this? Yes, sir. I'm ready to win. All right. So... With the first pick, I am going to take Cookout. Uh, oh. I love Cookout. Uh, this might be the only place where I literally crave it constantly, and if someone asks to go there, I'm always down, especially now that it's spring. Like, during tennis season, we go to Cookout all the time after away matches, so, like, when the weather warms up, my body just craves getting those quesadillas and peanut butter fudge milkshakes. Solid pick roads. I think Cookout, for me, is, is definitely a place to go, especially for the milkshakes. So I would definitely approve of uh, Cookout as your top pick. Yeah, nice. definitely in my top ten. Top ten? Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing our draft is only top 12, so <laughs> at least it made the draft. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, so, I'll be up for, All right. so so I'm going to go with 
the longest lines that you will ever see uh, Chick-fil-A. Um, the food's got to be good there. Got the longest lines at lunch. Um, about every other bag coming back at lunch with the kids has a Chick-fil-A bag. So I'm going to go with the Chick-fil-A. Do you ever, you know, try to take your tax when kids are coming back with the food in, like get get the fry tax or something like that going? Or how do you think I eat every day? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I need to uh, maybe take some notes from Mr. Poppy for for my students in third block because I I see a few come in late with those Chick Fil A bags as well. Yeah, I think they sneak them in their backpacks. Very, very solid pick uh, for, for me. Um, my favorite, and I'm going to go for my first pick. This is probably going to upset Rhodes. We go and eat at this place when we take lunch, uh, off-campus lunch breaks together. On work days only. Huh? <laughs> On work days only. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but this is my favorite chicken fast food place. And I know that's crazy to, to some because Chick-fil-A is so popular, so good. But my first pick in the fast food draft is going to be Zaxby's. Great pick. You know I love Zaxby's. Uh, Chick-fil-A and Zaxby's are definitely the top two chicken places on my list, both in the top five for me. Two, two great picks. That's solid. And for the next pick, uh, I wanted to go a little bit. As Rhodes said, maybe you know I don't eat fast food as much. I don't know why you make that assumption. But for the healthier option of fast food, uh, this is my favorite place to go. I don't really know how healthy it really is, but I know some students prefer it as a healthy option for fast food. So my second pick in today's draft is going to be Chipotle. Solid choice. Uh, I wasn't sure if we were counting that as fast food or fast casual, so it wasn't on my board, but I love Chipotle, so solid choice. I, I figured anything that you can get within like a minute of ordering is, is fast food, and because they make it right there in front of you, that, that's why I went with fast food. But we can put an asterisk beside it at the uh, the end of the draft if we need to. <laughs> okay. So is it somewhere where you don't have to sit down to eat? Would that be yeah. considered fast food? Yeah, that, that's a solid explanation. I'll take that. Anywhere you can get your food, like, from a counter, I guess. So, like, that's, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. All right, so back to me. Yes. Yep. Uh, I'm probably going to go with uh, Bojangles. Mm. Uh Love their uh, breakfast. I love the uh, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit with the with the fries with a little extra sal uh, salt and the, the spices on it. Uh, um, and then I can go for the old uh, four pack, uh, uh, the the chicken strip, uh, supreme dinner. So uh, big fan of Bojangles. Absolutely great pick. The supreme dinner has been my choice for years, and then the. Lately, I've been trying to, you know, I'm, I'm going to have basketball practice on Saturday mornings, hitting it up for the uh, Bowberry Biscuits also. That's, mm -hmm. jangles is good. All right, I got two picks in a row coming up. And amazingly, the number two uh, fast food restaurant on my board made it back to me at pick six. I could not be happier to get number two on my board here at the sixth pick, and that is Taco Bell. Uh, Dude, I was just going to say that for my third pick. I hate you. No, no way that's making back. He was number two on my board. And it was super close between that and cookout also. Special place in my heart. Uh, I think as I mentioned on this podcast before, that was my wife and I's first date was at Taco Bell uh, before her sorority formal. Spender. She, actually, she paid, not me. So even better. <laughs> when she bought me a crunch wrap on date one, I knew she was a keeper. Uh, that was my spot in high school. It's amazing. The crunch wraps just 
my single favorite like fast food item. I, I love Taco Bell so much. You know, these sentimental picks roads are not going to help you win this draft. I, I hope you understand that. <laughs> Maybe people, enough people will misvote this time that I'll win accidentally. <laughs> uh, all right. With my third pick, I'm going to go the classic. Uh, you're thinking fast food. What's kind of the biggest fast food place out there? Uh, and that is McDonald's. McDonald's is actually fourth on my draft board. So again, great value pick here for me. Love to get it. Uh, I don't know what they put in their food. I'm sure it's just like stuff that's not good for you. It just, it's just good. Like a, like a double quarter pounder of cheese from McDonald's just like hits differently than any other fast food burger. They perfected breakfast, like the, the sausage egg McMuffin and like the, the hash brown. Like it's just, their sweet tea is great. They have the best sweet tea. They have like the best Coke, uh, Coca-Cola. Uh, it's, you know, McDonald's is just super good. I, I'm starting to think that I, I said it last week or on the last podcast roads. I thought that was your best draft, but this is starting to shape out to, to be your, your best draft for sure. All right. So I'm up for my third pick. Yes. I believe um, I got to go with Wendy's um, really like their fries. Now um, they, they were never real good with the fries, but they're a little saltier now. So I like those in the, uh, the chicken sandwiches there are real good. So that, that, that'll be my third pick. Also a great pick. You know, back in the day when they had the junior bacon cheeseburgers for under a dollar, that was the best value, like, in all of, in all of fast food was the, the old school junior bacon cheeseburgers. Yeah. We're, we're starting to get to the point of this draft where I think every pick for me is just worthless. I think we've taken out the best options. But I'm going to try to save myself with this draft. I've always picked things that I think the students and the voters will go with. So for the next, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can boo me all you want, but I'm undefeated. So you know what? Take some notes. But I think I'm going to try to do something that I think some of the students in the mornings actually really like. And you might hate me on this one. Uh, but I'm going to go with Dunkin' Donuts. It's a place that I like going to for a, a quick coffee and breakfast. And I think other students do as well. So I'm going to go with Dunkin' Donuts. It's my sleeper pick. I think it's going to be something that the, the students connect with. And then for my fourth pick, I'm going to, to pick something that I, I didn't intend to pick, but because you've taken all my top draft board items, I'm going to put it on there just because, and that's Burger King. I think that's the, the last safe pick for me for my fourth pick. Um, go ahead. <laughs> Not sure about can, the Dunkin' Donuts. I've had Burger King once in my life, so. <laughs> I, I, I don't disagree that it was a terrible selection. It is what it is. I'm, I'm forfeiting this draft over to you, and I guarantee you somehow I'll still win. I don't know why, but your draft is already better. All right. I think I got to end it with um, – I'm going to kind of go opposite of you, Mr. Will, with your Chipotle pick. I'm going to go Moe's. Um, I like to welcome the Moe's every time you get in there. Uh, they, they went back to the white chicken. They, they went away for, for a while, the, the, the breast meat chicken. They, they finally went back to it because everybody was complaining. So I'm going to go with Moe's. Solid choice. Um, all right, to round the draft out, I, I got a squad right now. Cookout, Taco Bell, McDonald's. I could go safe and try to coast into the finish line, 
but that's just not my style. I'm going to take another tuna salad pick that's going to make everyone not vote for me, but I, I don't even care. This is, this is my dream draft board setting up, and I, I, I got to go for it. With my last pick, I'm going to take airport Chinese food. <laughs> like food court airport Chinese food is unbelievable. Every time I travel, I try to get it. And if I'm ever in an airport that doesn't have it, I will walk like across three terminals to make sure I get it. It's just, it's unbelievable. I love airport Chinese food so much. Well, Mr. Will, congratulations on your, uh, you know, you're winning again. Uh, Mr. Rhodes had it in the bag, I believe, but that might have uh, done it for him. <laughs> I, I will say, though, to, to back roads up just a little bit, when I come back, and I don't know how often you, you travel through RDU and how much you fly, but for all the listeners out there, when you get off the terminal or you get into the terminal, the one place that I used to want to go to instead of the Chinese food was Five Guys, and they, they took it out. But that was like my fast food airport, like, I'm going to go find a burger. I'm going to eat all that fatty juiciness that five guys offer. So I, I agree with that fourth pick roads. It might not be the same food group, but I can definitely tell why an airport fast food chain might be your, your top pick. Yeah. I, I just can't go away from what I love. So going through this, we just kind of go through our teams. Uh, I drafted cookout first and Taco Bell McDonald's and finished it off with airport Chinese food. To me, this is a, another winning squad. Mr. Poppy, what was your squad? I had Chick-fil-A, Bojangles, Wendy's, and Moe's rounded it out. Welcome to Moe's. Welcome to your team. And for the <laughs> worst draft that I think I've put together in our five episodes, I've got Zaxby's, Chipotle, Dunkin' Donuts, and Burger King, which really isn't the king of fast food. It's pretty much the worst. So, unfortunately, I think I have the worst draft. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, again, thank you, Mr. Poppy, for coming back to join us for our draft. Uh, we appreciate all your time today preparing for everything. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you virtually on Monday when I'm writing up all the kids who are lying in bed doing inappropriate things while I teach. Yeah, let, let's stay away from that. Um, now, I appreciate you having me on, and, and you guys are really doing a great thing for the school and the community. Uh, I think it takes a little bit of the uh, anguish away from them when they can sit down and listen to this for an hour or so a day. Well, we really appreciate that. That's really what we wanted to accomplish with this podcast, and we, we'd like to see that you know the admin team is seeing that, and hopefully we can spread some joy to people during this time. Uh, for everybody listening, make sure you guys continue to enjoy your spring break, and we'll see you on Monday during our remote learning. Yeah, again, we have a new episode coming out Monday, uh, possibly a little later in the day since we have school and class and office hour obligations. Uh, again, make sure you email, tweet, Instagram, any feedback you have about what you want to hear, at marketing underscore HSHS on Twitter and Instagram, at marketing underscore HSHS. You can always hit us up on email, Roads 4 and Will both at wcpss.net. Big Poppy out. Later, guys. Thanks.